Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh, yes. These are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. This is episode 307 on the Get Married Podcast, and we're so excited to be back here in your ears. Thank you for tuning in. Today we have a fun episode planned. We're going to be giving you some actionable practices you can welcome into your life uh, to really help you (laughs) through stressful situations. Speaking Mm. of stressful situations. Yes, Carla, would you like to speak of your ordeal? Oh, my I know that probably a lot of you listening have been swooped by a magpie before. Maybe even a minor bird. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But have you ever been swooped by a full-grown crow? (laughs) I'm talking like this crow was 60 centimetres tall. You know those big ones? They're so awful. Maybe 50 centimetres. I'm thinking. It was higher than 30 centimetres. I have. (laughs) Yesterday I was walking Chino. I was just, it was a little walk. It wasn't like a big walk. I was just walking my normal walk on the Gold Coast Highway. And I just felt this whoosh. (laughs) Surely I did not just get swooped by a crow. (laughs) I look up at the street sign and there's this big crow perched on the street sign looking directly at me. I think that crow just swooped me. No, crows don't swoop. Although, in saying that, Emma and I have witnessed a crow swoop another guy about a year ago. And I thought to myself, that would be the most frightening thing to ever happen in my life. Okay, keep walking, keep walking. (laughs) Ah. Oh, my God, that freaking crow just swooped me again. (laughs) I, like, gone really silent. Like, I'm not making any noise, which I thought I wouldn't react that way. I thought that was interesting. Anyway, I'm just stopping in my tracks and I'm staring at it. And I'm thinking, maybe you're supposed to look at a crow like you do a magpie. You know Mm. how they say that? But that freaks me out. I think that's the worst technique because I just get more Then they come and peck your eyes out. Yeah, and that's what I got scared about. So I just decided to turn around and put my head down and walk really fast. And I stuck my head (laughs) in the air. And I was just walking and it's swimming two more times. I squealed the third time and Gino starts running and looking at me like, what's going on? What are you doing, human? He didn't bark or anything. It's like, why didn't you bark, Gino? I I was like, come on, Gino, like protect me. How would have he gone like if it was something else or someone else? Well, I I think if it was more lower, he would see it. He's too short. But um, then I just kept walking and I just was, my heart was 
pounding and I was sweaty and I got back into the apartment and I'm texting the family group. I just got swept by a crow and I'm texting Joel. I just got swept by a crow. And it took me about five minutes to finally calm myself down. Yeah. I was so stressed though. Wow. My heart was pounding. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into how you calmed yourself down. after this but do you know i actually googled de crow swoop and apparently they they copy magpies and apparently a crow doesn't forget the person <laughs> yes apparently okay because i was out with chino this morning and i have vowed to not walk that same way but i was looking the same way and i saw like three people walking that same path and i was looking if there was a crow and there was no crow yeah apparently they swoop again they remember you but like that was just on the internet so who knows if okay, it's true the weird thing is i saw this post on instagram and it was like asking about what is the same what's the moon in the southern hemisphere when it's the harvest moon apparently that's the one in oh. the northern hemisphere it was at the same time and someone wrote it's the crow moon oh Oh my! I, like, oh, I got swooped by the crow moon. Oh my! Maybe it's a good omen then. I don't know. Black crows seem like a bad omen, but but I'm pretty sure it's a good omen because we always make it a good okay. omen. And then one last thing about crows until we get to your stressful situation. I saw on Facebook on ABC News that they've started doing drone deliveries of food, oh. and crows were attacking the drones. Oh my! Which I feel like it's kind of fair enough. I like when I see crows. I can I just like imagine them turning into zombies like and attacking humans. They just seem like a really scary animal and we shouldn't be like that because you know like sharks are scary too but we must love all the animals mm. because they're part of this bigger ecosystem. I mean I don't like spiders either. They stress me out. Mice, rats, I don't like them. They're creepy crawly snakes. Oh my god, remember when we saw that snake at Mount Taylor in Canberra? So we walk we're walking up a mountain. Oh, look how good we are walking up a mountain. We're amazing. It's really hard that mountain um it's short but it's like intense mm. and we literally were at the foothill of this mountain yeah, the bottom really and then this snake just slides across the path oh so fast me and carla scream <laughs> we're screaming so loud scream down the whole mountain and just sprint back we're like stuff that we're scared i mean like if you're listening from overseas like you know australia has some like pretty hectic animals mm. and we do like mm-hmm. i've seen many snakes Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Yeah, well, Joel said there was a python, even though pythons don't um, aren't poisonous, he said there was a python in his work shed the other day, like a oh carver python, a big one. Yeah, but we've even seen, like, brown snakes mm-hmm. and they're dangerous. Oh, I've, my God. Crows are not my favourite bird. No, like, I love parrots, I love cockatoos, I love galahs, I love all the beautiful birds. <laughs> Oopsie. Oopsie. There's just something about them. I think it's the size. I know, and I think as well because actually, wait a minute, I know because Hollywood, hello, like in every scary movie, there's like a crow. I know. And like the whole thing, wait, there's so much stuff about crows. Like they steal your souls, like the crow, the movie. And they peck the eyes out. Yeah, the like eyes there's out. like. And the birds. Um, oh, yeah, Stevens. No, oh, no, wait, not um, Stevens. <laughs> oh, my God. Alfred. Alfred. I think crows, well, oh, I mean. Yeah, Alfred, your mate. You just said like, oh, yeah, Alfred. <laughs> yeah, me oh, and yeah, Alfred. Alfred, yeah. We go way back. We go way back. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, of course. So crows are like an archetype or like a story. There, yeah. are, some, there are something. The connotations you think of yeah. when you see a crow Evil. or feel a crow um, 
on top of you, swooping you, you think, oh my. That's so true as well. And I think we'll say like always around like rubbish bins and stuff, not as bad as spoon ibis birds, but uh, also magpies, like they're really scary too and they're dangerous, but when they're not in swooping zone, Mm. they're like very beautiful animals. Like, they're friendly. Honestly, magpies are so – they're smaller. I think that's the thing as well. I mean, I'm so scared of magpies. In spring. In spring, especially if you grew up in Canberra. You know what we're talking about. Oh, my. Uh, There's so many gum trees everywhere. But those magpies were a hazard. I remember so many signs. And, like, riding to tennis. I remember holding our tennis rackets up. Yeah, above our heads. Like, mum, mum, why did you make us ride our bikes? <laughs> oh that's so scary. And they would, you know, when they're just on top of a light post oh and you see them from about 100 metres. Yes. And you're like, should I just turn around? The amount of times I just turned I know. around and hid under an underpass. Yeah. I'm just going to stay here. But remember, I remember me and you would be walking and we'd like creep, we'd creep, just keep <laughs> going, just keep going. We're nearly there. He's not coming yet. He's not coming. He's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And then we'd like sprint. sprint. When we're far enough away, we'd sprint. <laughs> this is hilarious thinking back to this. Like we had hazards. Mm-hmm. But I remember like even kangaroos were scary around where we grew up in Fadden. Yeah. This is such a funny episode, by the way. Um, Like I remember walking to school one day, me and Tegan, my old school friend, we got surrounded by kangaroos at Fadden Pines. And, like, this is, like, a park. It's forest, the pine, pine trees. It was early morning, winter, and we were just, like, walking. Then we look up and there's just, like, I don't know how many, like, literally, like, at least 30 to 40 kangaroos. We had to, de- like, detour massively because mm. we were too frightened to walk through them. Well, they can be dangerous. Yeah. So oh my. I would have turned around. They're here. beautiful, they're but they're scary. Yeah, the big, like, poppers. Like, no. Al- that- <laughs> the alpha males. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They are beautiful, though. Uh, so stressful situations with animals. Oh, my, there's been a few. Uh, but yesterday Even really- Chino stresses me out I sometimes. Know. Sometimes he turns into a feral, but not so much this crow. Uh, yesterday was a really stressful moment for me. Yeah. Um. So my stressful moment, which is really funny, like, I mean – you know, we teach all the time, Carla and I. I teach Pilates and Bar. Carla teaches yoga. Uh, we are filmed once a month, film camera, like we're on the pump. Whole like team. Yeah, we do live calls. We've done like – I've been on stage to thousands of people. How funny. And like, yeah, I'll get nervous, especially on that thousand stage. Of course I'll be nervous. But yesterday I was covering a bar class at our local studio and where we did our lessons, Essence of Living. Our training. Our training, sorry. Uh, or one of our trainings. Carly, you've done many. And, oh, my, the teacher, the owner of the studio, Michelle, who's amazing. We've interviewed he- her here before um, and she's taught us so much. She came to my class. What the hell? <laughs> Surprise. I was like, why are you here? <laughs> what are you doing? You never come to my class. You never come to anyone's class. Why are you here? So all of a sudden, I was so sweaty. My heart was racing and I literally could not get my heart rate to slow down. I was like in the bathroom just going before because, you know, nervous we. And I was really focusing on my breath, trying to slow it down. And it was a struggle town. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. slowing down. Even my hands were shaking. And I was like, I whoa, like feeling. Oh, it was such a bad feeling. I mean, I taught a great class. Yeah, you did. My sequence went a bit out the window, but like made it up. You did great. But I was so nervous, and it was it made me laugh because I was like, "Wow!" Like I got so nervous. How silly. But 
I did know to use my breath. Mm. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Massive introduction. And I feel like, you know, in that situation as well, it was your mind, you know, taking you for yeah. that ride where it was overthinking, overanalyzing, everything's going to go wrong, I'm going to stuff up, I'm going to say the wrong thing, i got to do. I got to be perfect. And so it's going on and on in your head. Exactly. And then that starts the stress mechanisms. And we'll just uh, mention now, like, why did that happen? Because it wasn't actually happening. Emma was only thinking about it. Mm. She was thinking about it. She was in the bathroom all by herself, not a stressful situation that she's in. She's in the bathroom, washing her hands, right, going to the toilet. Not stressful. She does that every day. but Multiple times. Multiple times, <laughs> not just once. All of her life. Interesting. And here she is thinking and feeling not at ease, completely stressed out. Why? Why does that happen? The mind does not know the difference between what you're thinking and what is actually happening around you. So Emma's thinking of all of these situations that might happen and the mind believes that they're happening right here right now Mm. and the body responds adequately and what is the response stress overwhelm heart rate rises uh sweaty palms sweaty everywhere shortness of breath yeah all of these things are happening because we're thinking these thoughts over and over again if the same thing was happening in real life in the actual class emma would feel the same thing the exact same thing so this is a really important thing to remember that our thoughts are so, 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 so super powerful when it comes to stress. Mm. It's not even happening, but the body and the mind doesn't know that it's not happening. Mm. So we really need to understand how we can uh, not, uh, how can we become so aware of what is happening in our mind so then we can avoid that after effect or that not even after effect, that effect that is happening because of the thoughts. And that's what we're going to share with you today, our favorite tools to to help you do this. Uh, In my situation, it was real. Yeah, you were like, it it was was a shock. It It happened. I wasn't thinking the crow might swoop me. The crow swooped me. And so my body and my mind probably reacted in a fight or flight, uh, which was definitely required because – if I didn't react that way, the crow, the crow probably just would have kept swooping me. Yeah. Or, in fact, I could have just kept walking and maybe the crow would have left me alone. But I didn't do that. I reacted yeah. in a fight or flight because I'm like, oh, my mind, there's a crow swooping me. And it, this is real. Yeah. This is happening. But it wasn't my mind. But the thing is, the important thing to remember here is we had the same reaction. Mm. What happened in Emma's mind and what happened in my real life, the same stress uh, hormones were released, cortisol and adrenaline. But one was real and one was not real. Yeah. And then it's also knowing that we can welcome some control Mm -hmm. to, you know, when after your stressful Mm -hmm. situation was over, there was no crow around your inside. So you did a few things to kind of calm the nervous system Mm -hmm. down, calm the stress, Mm -hmm. uh, get back into the homeostasis, Mm -hmm. normal situation, Mm -hmm. not stressed, faster. So you can get back to normal. Exactly. Yeah, because what can happen is we can stay in that stressed out state when it's not necessary for us. And many of us are there all the time. Yeah, exactly. Some people are, some of us, me included, are replying to emails in that state and uh, running around and driving in that state. So silly. We mustn't do that. (laughs) This is why I'm always saying, what's the rush to myself and to others? Okay, so what did I do? Most importantly, uh, I started to bring awareness to my breath. 
Mm. Breathing in and out through the nose. Most importantly, I breathed in and out through the nose. Why do we breathe in and out through the nose? Because this mechanism alone switches on the parasympathetic nervous system. The body uh, feels safer when we breathe in and out through the nose. And you can do it right now. You can take a deep breath in and out through your nose and you can feel how much longer and really how much calmer that feels than when you take a breath through the mouth, which more so feels like a gasp. <gasps> yeah. You know, you can't get much yeah. when you breathe through the mouth because it's like a really big hole compared yeah. to your nostrils. It's well, it's smaller. And it slows it down mm. so you feel like you get more oxygen mm-hmm. in. And, of course, then there's all the other reasons that you have nose hairs and that mm. filters your mm-hmm. air. You have cleaner air entering your lungs. Mm-hmm. It also warms the air too, doesn't it? So Yeah, so your lungs uh, have less work to do. Yeah. So you have to warm the air. And also the warm and the moist air because it's going through the noise uh, helps the lungs to expand more. Wow. And, therefore, the blood can get more oxygen it's just it just makes so much more sense to breathe in and through your nose yeah you know all of this like oh there's a reason and then when we practice breathing in through the nose you're definitely less likely to snore Mm. at night because you'll more likely breathe in and out through the nose instead of the mouth and that's why we snore yes interesting huh and the other really (laughs) interesting thing about breathing in and out through your nose is you're able to diaphragmatic breathe and Mm. this is a really important thing when we're thinking uh, about our body and how we feel within our body. When you breathe through your mouth, you're very much breathing into the chest, like the top yes. of your body. Uh, and what will happen is your shoulders will rise and you'll get tight collarbones, maybe tight shoulders, tight neck. Uh, so if you suffer from like tight shoulders, tight neck, uh, tight upper back, tight chest, <laughs> check in with your breathing. It could just literally be the way that you're breathing that you feel this. Uh, nothing else, which is fascinating. Mm. When you can breathe, when you breathe in and out through your nose, you're able to expand the diaphragm, and the diaphragm is just below the rib cage, and it's like a dome muscle. And as you breathe lower into your belly and you expand the ribs out sideways, that's when you know you're diaphragmatic breathing. So really try and do that, especially when you're in stressful situations. But really, everyday life, if you can breathe like mm. that. That's really powerful. Well, I think the cool thing is, like, to prove all that, what you just said, like, sit there and do a deep breath through your mm. in and out through your nose and really focus on expanding your rib cage. And I always find that I feel like a massive stretch mm. in my thoracic spine, my mm. all my back, actually. Like, I can feel my muscles stretching. And it just shows to me how often I'm shallow breath breathing up in my chest. Because literally a deep breath stretches my back. And I'm like, oh, that feels good. I need to do that more often. Um, How cool is that? I know. Breathing can stretch your body. Literally, that's a workout, guys. Sit there and breathe for five minutes. And not (laughs) only that, but breathing properly using Mm. your diaphragm moves our organs as well. And this is really important to move our organs. Like it sounds really odd, but your liver is moving with every breath. Your lungs are moving with every breath. Whoa. So wait, like we're pretty much like aiding every function in our body. Well, obviously we're getting more oxygen in our blood Mm. cells and then that makes everything function better. Like we need oxygen to function. So, and everything's interlinked. It's like, you know, it's not just the toe muscle is linked to the ankle, is linked to the thighs, linked to the abs. Like all your muscles are linked everything is linked you're one big ecosystem so of course your breath is like i mean that's a part of the engine isn't it you, I mean, you need it like filling your cup up yeah so really i mean when i did my last yoga teacher training we were talking about uh how pranayama is filling up your cup like Whoa. asana is making your cup 
So folding yourself ah, into a cup, like yeah, into shapes. Yeah. Pranayama, which asana is the yoga postures. Pranayama is filling up your cup. It's like the energy source. It's the life force itself, yeah. right? It is, it's it the is. life. It's the life. Mm. Yeah. So you're filling up. And then your meditation practice is taking a sip from the cup. Whoa. Like, ah, let me take I really sip. like this. Mm. Uh, and, I mean, I'm so excited to talk more and more about breath work, meditation, yoga, obviously, and Pilates. But, you know, this stuff. It helps us. These are our tools that help us to lead lives in more uh, grounded, more focused, more peaceful ways. I mean, we are living in an insane world and, you know, we always have been. But when we're truly aware of what's going around us, man, that can be like super overwhelming, stressful, intimidating, anxiety-inducing, stress, hello. So we need to have these tools. Otherwise, we resort to tools like Netflix, uh, like Substances. substance abuse, uh, yeah, drinking. We, we do things that might not actually benefit our health. They numb the pain. They numb the stress. But this is actually, you know, it keeps the stress dormant, building, 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 and then it explodes. It manifests into other things. So this is really exciting. These tools are so doable, and that's why I love them. You don't need anything but yourself. Mm. self and some time that's why i love them too it's like you know sometimes you get like someone to tell you to do something and then you're like oh then you need this machine or you need this i don't know or you need a bucket of ice a (laughs) bath of ice like i love the ice no i actually i hate i hate them because it's so hard like i get them why you do ice baths i love them i can see the meaning but it's awful it is. It's not a very nice experience. Whereas for me, a meditation or sitting and breathing is actually an enjoyable yeah, experience. Yeah, After practice, you know, maybe perhaps the first time was yes, not. Yes, true, true. It's like, this is awful. I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. Get me out, please. Uh, and then after practice, it became more and more uh, easier and actually enticing for me because I knew how good it felt. I mean, this is why we're running our free masterclass on the 30th of September. It's all about stress and how we can use yoga, Pilates and meditation and breathwork to manage our stress. We're just sharing a few of the tools. During that masterclass, you'll experience yoga, you'll experience Pilates, you'll experience meditation and breathwork in like under 60 minutes. We're also going to tell you more about what happens with the brain. And I think this is great motivation. It's kind of like a little retreat at home. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I know. And I think, you know, it's happening at midday Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you are in a lockdown at the moment, if you've got a lunch break and you don't normally take it, please take a lunch break yeah. every day. Come to the masterclass. Anyway, we'll pop the link in the show notes. It's f- completely free. So come along. And even if you can't make it at that time, we will send a replay. But we're really excited. I think this is one of my favorite topics. The reason why it's one of my favorites is because it's so doable. Yeah, and I think as well because you – and also because you've been a very stressed out person. I mean, like Carla, I know. It's just – Carla's just like a different breed of human. I feel like, you know, she's like a type A personality. That's that's the breed. And you might be one of those types where you are an overachiever. And I don't overachiever is such a lame word because it's like great. You achieve. You want to do good. That's amazing. It's not overachieving. You you just are really good at stuff and like, you care a lot. And also that's like almost like achieving isn't yeah a bad thing, but sometimes we can label like, oh, you're an overachiever. Like that's not a good thing. But really that is a good thing, but it's the way that I was doing yes. it. Yes. the bad thing. Because you were neglecting like, yeah, your health, health. because you were stressed yeah. all the time and you kind of liked it because it helped you. <laughs> well, I used to, yeah, I would think, oh, this, and the thing is, this is the trick with stress. This is the, how it gets you in and makes you want to keep being stressed. 
the adrenaline the cortisol gives you energy it gives you like a boost of yeah. like whoa let's do this and you feel really productive but it doesn't last very long and it's not sustainable either yeah well that's what leads to burnout right mm-hmm. so you go 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 and then you hit whatever age maybe it's like mid-30s and it's like kapow boom you're flat on your back burnout happens i read the funniest quote and it was like as an adult uh I just became tired one day and I've been tired ever since. That's what adulting is. Wow. Becoming an adult, getting tired one day and remaining tired for the rest of your That's life. That's awful. I know it's not funny. So. And and that it's not funny, but, but it's really true. I know. Especially like throw some kids in the mix. Like I know I get that like far out. That's insane. Mm. So we must do the things. We must look after ourselves and you know looking after ourselves to just enjoy our days more. Like, it's so funny when you come to a point where you're like, wow, like, your health is absolutely nothing about what we look like, really. Like, that is such surface-level BS. I just want to feel good. I just want to wake up and feel vibrant, like with a, you know, a spark. Mm -hmm. I want to wake up and be excited to live my life because, wow, this is my life. This is all I get. Like, this is it, guys. Like, this is it. Let's make the most of it day by day. Let's try and 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 live with a sense of wonder, live with a sense of gratitude. It's like, holy moly. Yeah, and it's a good reminder every single day to remember that. Like, to have yeah. that, I don't know, written somewhere that this is it. You will die. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like the easiest tool with breathwork uh, to remember is, is a simple breathing in for four counts and breathing out for four counts. So simple. I know it sounds so, really, does that do anything? Actually, yes, it does. What it does when you count the breath is that it means that you're not focusing on what your mind is thinking about because you can't count a breath and then also be thinking about what's for dinner. (laughs) I mean, you could be like, one, I wonder what's for dinner. Oh, yeah, two. Three. Oh, that was really annoying. What happened? Oh, come back to breath. Four. And you see, you you keep coming back mm. to the breath. And even though the mind was interrupting you, which is so fine, that's what will happen when you begin to bring awareness to your breath and to meditate and to close your eyes and become still. Very, very normal to feel that. But you keep coming back to the breath. And the count is what keeps you coming back to the breath. And that's a really easy thing for you to self-guide because I think sometimes it can be hard to self-guide in the beginning. But if you're simply counting, Mm. that's a very easy thing to do. Well, I don't self-guide. I Carla guide. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky me, I have my own meditation teacher handy. Uh, I love all the Mary Body meditations uh, and they're all really different. I know there's some pranayama breath techniques and we will go through these on the masterclass or some of these. There's many. Uh, But, yeah, my preference is to have a guided meditation or I have the anchor song, which is one of our songs that we have. Uh, the Shavasana song. Guided Shavasana. Guided Shavasana, yes. And 17 song, minutes. 17 minutes and it like drops you in because that's what I do to that song often. I just sit and breathe and or you, I lie down and breathe. And you don't do anything else to that song. So your body yeah. and your mind know, oh, this is the song. Yeah, it's like boom. Uh-huh. And that's really cool. The first time it wasn't like that. No. But you've taught yourself that this music, this sound is my relaxation sound. Okay, How time nice. to relax, Emma. Time to – you should have just put that song on. Yeah, that, that is a technique. Like no, a, do you know what I should have put on? 
Alicia Keys, this girl Yes, on because that we is a technique. Yeah, I needed to be like excited and and uh, confident. See, I think um, that's when it's like for that situation, that stress, I needed to like zone it into like a different feeling but not necessarily like uh, zend out. Mm. I needed to zone that into confidence, empowerment. To channel it. Yeah, to channel it into excitement, passion. And I think I did in the end. Like I did a good class and I spoke really well. I wasn't a mumbling, jumbling, no. nervous wreck. I was confident. Uh, just some of the sequence that I had planned went out the window. And I think that that is interesting because I was stressed recently. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, when I was moving house, I think I spoke about it already. And I w- like really could see what stress does. It makes you a mess. Like I lost my wallet, lost my sunglasses because I was stressed. And you kept saying my head, my yeah. head isn't screwed on. Yeah, like, I felt, felt really yeah. mumble-jumbled. I felt a mess. And I think, yeah, this is really – you know, these are great experiences that we can share with you so you can also notice them in your life. Oh, yeah, when I'm stressed, I also get really jumbled or I forget things more easily Yeah, or I just don't feel like I'm here in the room. I feel like I'm somewhere else. And, like, I think if you can reflect and recognise, you know, times like this, they're not, like, big deals, right? Like, the things we've spoken about today, stressful situations but not big deals. No. But us reflecting and learning from them – will better equip us for those really big stressful times that, hey, we hope don't come, but probably they will in our lives mm-hmm. because this is life. Big stresses come, big scary stresses. And, and the flows. Yeah, and the best what, the best thing we can, you know, practice and learn how to deal with these before they come so we are more confident, we can deal with it with more focus, more centeredness. Yeah, and I think this is a really important thing to note. Uh, This is why we practice meditation. This is why we practice uh, the yoga and the Pilates or whatever it is that your tool is because so often we think there's a great tool. I'll just rely on it when I need it. And that doesn't really work. It does. It definitely does. Uh, I mean, breath work is amazing for stressful situations and to breathe deeply and maybe you then, I don't know, you're stressed. Okay, let me do Nadi Shodhana. I remember doing that in a yoga class. I remember Carla talking about that in Mary Body. Let me just fall into that and do it now. But the real magic is where you practice the the tools, you do the practices in non-stressful situations. So you're prepared for the stressful situations. Yes. And... It's almost like, for example, your experience, Emma, if you had a daily meditation practice, which you do and then you don't and then you do and then you don't, (laughs) if you had a daily meditation practice, perhaps that would have stopped before it bubbled. Yes. It may have – you may have thought a thing, oh, my gosh, Michelle's in the room. Oh, my gosh, I've already done a lot. Okay. And then your body would have kind of kicked in and your mind would have kicked in. Your mind's going crazy. You should breathe now. Oh, yeah, let me breathe. And it it kind of stops you before you actually get there Yeah. to that overwhelm. And I think that's the really important thing to note is, you know, our time in our practice uh, isn't just to have a tool in our back pocket. It's to actually help us not even get to that stressful situation without even really knowing that it's not getting us yeah. to such a situation. Like it's all the work you've done previously. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the times you've showed up. Wow. Because I just I just cruised through that yeah. 
stressful situation that three months ago I would have been completely overwhelmed. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. And that's a really important thing to remember. Like we're not just doing it for the tools when we like for when we need to pull them out and use them as some magical thing. Mm. They do work like that. Mm. They also work to not even get us to that point. They change us. To pull the tool out. Yeah, they change us. They They, change the way we look at them. Yeah, they change the way we experience. They change the way we perceive our external environment. It is really cool. And I I like I mean, I like how we talk about this because it's super practical. It's relatable. Whereas, you know, meditation so often gets spoken about taking you to the ether, to the enlightenment and <laughs> whatever. What's that? That's <laughs> funny. Oh, oh. <laughs> why do I call that crypto ether? Yeah, true. Like, Take me to the ether. I guess it's ethereum. Well, yeah, it's ethereum. I wonder what that word means. Is yeah. it just a made up word? <laughs> That's a segue about <laughs> NFT land and cryptocurrency. Maybe we'll do a podcast on that. We are dabbling. <laughs> we do not, but we don't have enough knowledge yet, so we won't. No. And do, don't take our financial advice. <laughs> we are having fun, though. Um, but, yeah, the ether, the land that is all around us mm. and, you know, it's up there with the stars and transcendental. And I get it. Like, it sounds amazing, right? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Like, the 70s made it sexy and, like, also they did LSD. Oh, LSD, LSD, yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, but anyway, I like it just for dealing with crow swooping and <laughs> stressful situations in bar class and whatnot. And reality. Reality, yes. We love reality. Yeah, we, we really do. do. And I think that, you know, that's most important. It's helping us deal with reality itself, exactly what's happening right in front of us. Less narrative. Yeah, less storytelling, less suffering because of the narrative and because of the things that might happen yeah. but haven't happened. I think, like, less internal dialogue, less crappy internal dialogue. I think uh, if we learnt this as children, this about in narrative, wow. Because, like, we just grew up with this and we didn't really know, right? Like, remember when – I remember when I first learned about, you know, there's a voice in your head but that's not you. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? You're crazy. <laughs> no, but wow, yeah, there's a voice in my head and it's not actually me. <laughs> it's just, like, my opinion, my judgment. da 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 just the weirdest thing? Oh! An ongoing storyteller. <laughs> In your head. Who could be taking you down like these dark, dark holes or could be taking you to la-la land. You're in like this deluded land. Hello. And I mean like there's also a level of like um, obviously some people have brain chemistry stuff and like actually need medical help. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about that. Book in with your expert for that. Mm-hmm. Or ask for help. First, ask for help. Go to the doctor. But this is for like, you know, someone like me who just grew up like with this super mean internal dialogue and constant telling me how much I sucked. It's so powerful once you realize that. Yeah. This is a voice you don't have to listen to. And it's a, yeah, it's you who gets to decide is that true, is it not? And this is what all the great teachers talk about so often. Yeah. Well, it's this, yeah, this. Ego and yeah. then true self. It's and like the oldest story of the world. Talk to each other a lot. 
Ego might say something, true self says something else, and then we get to choose who we listen to. So we're like this, like, the real true us, I feel like sometimes it's like, you know, it's so funny when I think about it, because you remember the cartoons with the angel devil and the angel? Devil? Yeah. It's exactly that. Yeah. Ego and true. Yeah. And do, this is what's happening. No, this is what's happening. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. Like, oh. And it's just this ongoing battle. Well, it's like the, uh, is it Krishna? No. Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. The Bhagavad Gita. That whole story oh, is about this. Krishna. Yeah. Beautiful story, a beautiful hero's journey. I mean, actually, pretty much every story is about this. Hello, like Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, like it's all that. Like yeah. Yoda, Yoda's the truth, Darth Vader is the the ego. So funny. It's cool. It's I amazing. mean, all these stories just represent human, the humanist in us. That's why we love them. That, and yeah. Because we can relate to them. Yeah, we see us, even though they're like wild and uh it's like mystical fantasy fun adventurous it's still our story the human story mm. oh how fun it is fun <laughs> so breathing this is your reminder to really focus on breathing in and out through your nose this week just see how you go it will help you mm-hmm. in and all life situations yes and let us know what you think about this episode and if you want to dive a bit deeper if you want to practice with us and go through these techniques with us be sure to sign up to our masterclass we'll add the link in the show notes or simply head on over to our website and there'll be a link somewhere there mm, i'm excited about it it's gonna or be on fun. instagram there'll be a link there or on facebook like or just message us if you can't find the link message us <laughs> i will send it to you all right have the best day ever and we will be back in your ears next week bye bye My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.